Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. That's us. Hi. Uh, I'm Justin Barney. From 89 Radio Milwaukee. Oh, where are you from? 89. I'm Christopher Pollard. I'm from Milwaukee Film. Um, this is Cinebuds, soon to be Cinenemies. Cinenemies. <laughs> today the battle is movies on the big screen versus movies on the small screen. Yeah, you said that right. Big screen. Small screen. <laughs> <laughs> but so we're in like TBH. We're in like the doldrums of the movie season. Like the Oscars are over, so all the good ones have just been made. And this is when the worst movies come out of the year. Strongly disagree, but continue. Why do you strongly disagree? Well, there's still great movies. I mean, there are great movies yeah. coming out, but there's a season. You know, this is not the greatest <laughs> of the seasons to come out. When you have a great movie, you save it for the end of the year. You don't save it for immediately after oh, the Oscars. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh boy. Oh, we're already in it, Christopher. Call the police. And so we want to do some fun episodes that are just kind of like about film culture or just like weirdo yeah. uh, conversations. And so uh, Christopher is always about seeing movies in the theater, and I like seeing movies from the comfort of my own home. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Let's start at, Let's Yeah. Let's start out with a lie. <laughs> okay. You are saying you don't like watching movies in the theater? I am not saying that I don't like watching movies in the theater, but for like a movie like Roma, the greatest movie of all time, possibly, yeah. I enjoyed seeing it at home. And with Netflix coming up, there's another reason why we started this yeah. was because, you know, Netflix is now making movies that are going to be taken seriously. And a lot of people are like a lot of the conversation I've heard is like, Oh, well, I mean, it doesn't really count because it was released on right. Netflix and not released in a theater. And I was like, what? I didn't even understand that that being an argument. And then suddenly there are people who are like, yeah. it doesn't count unless it's in a theater. A theater. A theater. A theater. A theater. And uh, um, uh, you are one of those people, Christopher. I mean, sort of, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I care less about the award season regulations, though. Yeah, Steven Spielberg is one of the guys who's like really fighting hard. He's trying to create new rules, but, you know, when Roma came out, they put it out for three weeks, and then it was online, and uh-huh. then it was a contender. And I think previously the rule was, or or maybe an agreement was, it had to be out for 90 days, which is kind of a normal run. And it's interesting because especially a film like Roma, that film is incredibly cinematic. It's filmed in a, in a very... Okay, for the short beginning here, we'll get into a, a long brawl about this, but yeah. what is your, what's your number one argument for seeing a movie in the theater, in the big screen? Because that's how they were meant to be seen. That's how they're meant to be seen large with people, and we're losing our social skills constantly. This is just another example of an oh, art Oh, yeah, form. because you go to a movie theater and talk to all the people that no. are around. You um, sit in a dark room by yourself. What's well, the difference if there are people there or not? Oh, I'll tell you why. You hear the laughter. You hear the 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 gasps. Because when you walk out, you hear people talking about, yeah, obviously you should not be talking to people when you're sitting in the theater. Uh-huh. But you have that same experience of all of you enjoying the same piece. Why have museums? I can just look up the Mona Lisa on my phone. <laughs> One of my biggest reasons for seeing movies uh, at home is that all of the greatest movies that I've ever seen have been on the small screen. All of the classics, all of like what are thought of as being the greatest movies of all time, um, I wasn't alive when they were in the theater. Yeah. I wasn't allowed, alive when they were released. And yeah. I have seen them all through renting them through movies. So sure. um, I've seen all of them on the TV. And when I see something in my home and it's 
personal and it's there. That is what I associate with, I think, great films. Support for CineBuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Support for CineBuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture, fourth-generation family-owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffel's offers leather and upholstery, dining and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. Okay, and we're back. And call the police. Call the police. Yeah. Uh, I get watching movies at home. Yeah. I get it. I don't think people shouldn't. I don't think the small screen is like the worst thing you can do. Obviously, I watch a ton of movies at right. home. Right. And obviously, I'm not against seeing movies in theaters. Right. I, I love seeing movies. Let's theaters. start on some common ground. Let's start on some common ground. <laughs> I was at Oriental Theater last night. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. Yeah. But like, guess what? Yeah. The Oriental Theater was super freaking cold. Yeah, you said I that had already. To, I had to see it at 9.20 at night, which yeah. I didn't want to see it at that time. And then I had to drive out to the theater. I had to find freaking parking on the east I mean, side. God. It's your and fault. And then I had to get for... out of the theater. And then I had to drive home in the cold. First of all, who and I had to told sit cramped you? into, you know, I'm a tall man. Christopher, why are you? Why do you not wear a shirt when you leave in, the house? I'm cramped. Insists in on taking his shirt off before he goes out in public, and he complains about being cold. I could have watched it. I could have watched it at home. Yeah, in bed. Oh, you I do love watching movies laying down, even if it's in public. Oh, the dream lounge. Yeah. give me a freaking because we've all lounger. lost all oh. sense of <laughs> dignity. Hey, being anti dream lounger yeah. is just. Reckless. Here's it's what just I like being to do. against take, comfort. I like to take my top off, go in public, humanity. lay down and eat pizza off my chest uh, because I come, come from under a, a mountaintop oh, and I don't know how to God. live with people. I also we, like that mm-hmm. when you're watching a movie at home, you can pause it. You know? Yeah, well, because we're all too distracted to just exactly. sit and watch a movie for like it's 90 minutes, dude. Yes, and instead of, yeah. you know, trying to get myself to pay attention, I can right. just say, "Hey, I'm just going to take a little break right here." Yeah. We're just I'm going to give in to my attention yeah. span. You know what would be great? When we all become the humans from Wall-E and we just sit around Wall-E. And, Wall-E. <laughs> I never know how to pronounce it. Wall-E? I was say Wall-E. Wall-E. All right. Emphasis on the wall. Wall-E. Wall-E. Okay. Wall-E. We all uh, just get morbidly obese and get fed from a from a robot and go around in hover chairs. Because guess what? That's easier. Hey, Let's it's all easier. do Yeah. Let's have just, Amazon deliver all my food to my mouth. And then I don't have to think about food or see oh a person. Oh, my God. I could just take my pants off and live the rest uh, of my life in my boy. own human filth. No, that sounds great. I feel like I'm oh, quoting wonderful. you verbatim. Uh-huh. I think that's yeah. Justin Barney. I'd like to live my life mm-hmm. in my own human filth. You can you can take that out, or you can leave it in. We'll leave it in. <laughs> Look, I I like. Li- here's a great. I will. Here's a pro TV. A pro small screen. Yeah, small is screen. it? Uh, lets a lot of people who don't. My my parents are a great uh, example. They have three movie theaters within driving distance, but mm. all those movie theaters play the exact same seven movies. Uh-huh. So every time I go there, I'm so frustrated. I have to drive my parents thirty to forty minutes away, which they won't drive on their own, to see a movie they wouldn't normally have access to. Stuff that we take for granted. Something yeah. is 
it's still pretty broad. Like the 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 Mister, I mean the Mister Rogers doc. Would you be my neighbor? Yeah, came nowhere near them. But Netflix, when they have these films, Netflix or Amazon gives access to those films to people who wouldn't have access to them on the big screen. Yeah. So I totally see the advantage. My yeah. concern is that a growing culture where we don't appreciate these things live and how they are meant to be made. And I hear that. And seeing them on the big screen is a vastly, vastly different experience I do. than seeing them on whatever whatever screen you happen to have available, whether it's a laptop I, or phone or TV. Yeah. I, I mean, I love seeing like a comedy with people, but I, I think that, I think that part of it for me is like movies and like music are things that are personal. And when you're at home and you make the decision to watch a movie, uh -huh. like you make a decision to watch Roma, right? it's personal. It feels more personal when you're watching at home. You're like, I, I'm choosing right. to watch this in my house, in this space. It feels like that movie is part of you. But you a still more. choose to go see a movie at the theater. You do. And I, I like, and I hear that too, but yeah. I think for me that, that part of that is like, I'm choosing to watch this. This is mine. Yeah. See, that's a <laughs> I know. And like, that, is that selfish? Yeah. Is that selfish? Like, a little yeah. Bit. But I mean, and like, I'm is not, that false? Like, yeah, it probably I is. Mean, a touch. But I mean, I get, I get that. Do I like that about me? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I, I'm not saying that's a good Am great I having a breakdown part. on the radio? <laughs> Possibly. No, uh, I, I get that instinct. And no. it is, I mean, it is culturally a little, a little possessive. A little possessive. Yeah. But the, it's not different when you see it in the theater. It's still, your reaction to it is, is personal. It might be affected by the group you're with. I saw a great movie, one of my favorite movies in the last 10 years, The Lobster, came out. I saw it, I got the privilege of seeing it at Sundance. That was a fun one to see. Yeah. And then I saw it here uh, in the theater in Milwaukee. And at Sundance, it was uproarious laughter throughout. Like yeah. the, everyone was like, "Oh, this is hilarious!" I saw it here, dead silent. That's so, so weird. And that's the thing that's so interesting is seeing it with people. You're right. It's but it's not for us. It's not. I mean, it, we have a personal reaction, but that movie was made for everyone to watch. To we want all people to see this. It's not like the Mona Lisa wasn't painted so Christopher Pollard could see it. It was painted for everyone to see. Mm -hmm. And I do liken movie theaters to museums. I mean, th they're culturally so important to have that experience, to see these works like they were meant to be seen. I genuinely believe, and not to pick on Roma, that Alfonso Cuaron, he made that movie. He, he sold it to Netflix. He knew what he was getting into. But I guarantee when he was creating that movie, he was thinking about it on the big screen. Visually, it makes, it makes only, it only makes sense to me visually to see that movie big with sweeping the sweeping camera work that he does and that incredible visuals those kind of movies if i miss those in the theater and i'm watching them on the small screen i go oh man i i, I missed the boat i i can mm. still appreciate it i loved roma can still very much appreciate it i tried to watch it on the biggest screen i had which was not big yeah. uh, but i made i made sure it wasn't on my laptop it, i hooked it into my tv so i could at least see it slightly larger and i i think yeah i mean it's like seeing something on a phone is no good or like on a laptop but like TVs are so big now that it's yeah. like basically you're kind of seeing the thing closer to like the actual size it is in real life than on like the big screen where it's just like yeah I don't want to see real life large. I don't want to see it's real true. life yeah I know real um, life is the whole reason I go to the movies <laughs> yeah and I, I I I think it's super important to have movie theaters and yeah. I love going to especially I mean just being in the lobby of the Oriental yesterday yeah. I mean we got there before the before the uh, like the room was ready for. Oh, yeah, we got yeah. there like forty-five minutes early because I'm right. always early. 
And uh, um, just like being in the lobby and being like, I'm just so glad that this thing exists. Yeah. I'm so glad that like the ornate detail right. and just like everything is there. I, I love having that place and I love that it exists, but I do love choosing to watch sure. a movie at home. And, yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, I do it, it all the time. I think both venues have their place and they have their importance. Uh, one concern with Netflix now, Netflix and Amazon becoming these powerhouses. It kind of reminds me of um, MTV at the very beginning. MTV yeah. essentially was the only place where you could watch music videos. And then for a while it was like they decided what music was going to be successful. Yeah. And then uh, that became like all this other. And they, at first, like most of these things, at first it's cool because then they'll have like 120 minutes. They have alternative program. You'll have a different kind of program. So they give you an exposure to a variety. Yeah. Then they get bigger and bigger and they narrow their focus for money reasons, which is what's happening with Netflix and Amazon. I am Amazon, obviously. There, there is certainly something to say about that. And there's definitely correlations between music and movies. I mean, the having like gatekeepers can be a big hindrance and there are yeah. a lot of problems with having gatekeepers because it doesn't let as many people in. But when you just have everything it can be this paradox of choice you know where it's like everything is out there what do i watch exactly and, and so the, the yeah, movie yeah. theater is a great vehicle to say this is what's out this week these yeah. are it's good to have limitations in some way because i think that's where a lot of people feel lost in music right yeah. now you think like what you know what is out there what do i pick and it, it's my job it is right. literally it's my job to listen to music and to be a person that um, is there kind of like curating and sifting through things and I am drowning yeah. you know like I'm I'm lost in the amount of of, of music and uh, um, so I mean I and you see that happening with movies too it's like there are all these Amazon originals and all the Netflix originals yeah. and Hulu and what do I watch right. what are the good ones yeah. you, you like you need someone to say you know I you can't do all the work to yeah. watch all of them and a movie theater is a great way to 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 yeah. have those. And that's that's why I think uh, that's why I'd like award ceremonies as well because they kind of they they are helpful in telling you this is worth watching. Sure. And some of them do it poorly. The ones that I feel yeah. like like everything else, the ones that get the most that's attention, true. the ones that are biggest, they don't give you the best options. Absolutely. So that's why you have to look to movie theaters and radio stations. Uh-huh. Uh, independent ones, ones that are going to, yeah. you know, have people who are passionate about it. Yeah, because I hate a lot yeah. of movies that are in theaters. So, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a great point. It's like, it's not, yeah, it's not a perfect have, system either. No, you have to have a good variety. I mean, we have a, yeah, great, I think we have a great film town. We've got a lot of really cool theaters. We've got the big theaters. We've got small independent theaters. Um, same like we do with radio. We've yeah. got choices here and we can look through them. But when you got, when you go to Amazon, they're getting so big now, they're buying up all the films like at Sundance, these, these markets where you can expose new filmmakers. The great thing is the filmmakers are getting paid. The bad thing is they'll throw it on Amazon or, or, or Netflix and perhaps they'll push it or perhaps it gets buried under like Kardashian apocalypse marathon or whatever reality mm. show, which is like 90% of the program you see on there, you have to dig through all this junk mm -hmm. to occasionally find the hidden gem section. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's complicated because I do think it has a place. It's just that it, it is narrowing and focusing uh, as, as much as it's exposing films to a broader audience. It's, it's pushing very, very specific agendas. And for now, some of those are good, mm -hmm. but you know, you worry about the future. That's why you got to keep everything on the table. 
I'm going to say biggest reason to see a movie on the big screen is yeah. nutritional yeast at the Oriental Theater. Wouldn't be my top pick, <laughs> but it is a solid pick. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, are we reaching common ground, Kate? I, let's I say no. I mean, I think let's we are, no. but let's say no just let's for ratings. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. Sit down. <laughs> You put those in however you <laughs> All want. All right. Uh, we want to hear your <laughs> arguments too. What do you What do you prefer seeing a movie on? And uh, um, do you love watching a movie at home? Do you hate it? Do you think that we're all going to end up like Wally? Wally. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, is having theaters important? Uh, we're going to share this on our Milwaukee Film Facebook page. We're going to share it on the Radio Milwaukee one too. And uh, we're going to pile through those comments and have a conversation. And it's together. a great time to revisit Wally. We could end it here, but I do have just like, <laughs> man, I could just like keep on going for this. So at the Oriental Theater, they're doing a whole bunch of like the retro programming. Yeah. I think that's a really, and I was thinking about that yesterday. I was like, wow, you know, blockbuster and like renting movies and going and you know having the movies that you see out you know the movies that are yeah. flipped and the movies that you should be renting is a way of the past but movie theaters right now are doing a really great job of curating those old movies and yeah. having that experience and i don't you know i don't remember seeing as many movies programmed like that in the past yeah of seeing movies that were released and having these like special releases of yeah. movies that we kind of like all love yeah. aside from your rocky horrors and sure, your kind yeah. of like midnight cult movies yeah i think movie theaters are really kind of getting this yeah. we like seeing movies together that we all love it's, and uh, it's really phenomenal i really love seeing that program i do that's, too that's really cool i do too and when i first moved here i moved here like 16 years ago i remember the times theater at the time had like a like a colored sheet, like a green sheet uh, photocopied that you could get around town that would show, like they showed old Marx Brothers movies occasionally. Oh, that's cool. And they were the only ones in town doing that when I got here. And then, you know, at the festival, there was some, there were some classics programmed, but a lot of the theaters at the time weren't doing it. And now with Avalon does it, a great job of it. And the yeah. Oriental is doing it now. Yeah. And I believe the Downer has been doing like a midnight series occasionally. Um, and Marcus is doing them too. Yeah, and they yeah, and yeah. people are starting to understand like people do want to see these movies in the theater and I love being able to see a classic in the theater. Yeah, see McGruber in the theater was <laughs> yeah. I mean, you hear classic, <laughs> you knew which movie to talk about. <laughs> That's what triggered you, man. <laughs> It was good to uh, see the theater. Sorry, I, I accidentally said that McGruber was a classic. A <laughs> no, and you believe you know it. I saw his face at the screening. Uh, that is a great example because man, I watched it and I know what I thought was funny. But seeing it in the theater and having everyone crack up at the points that I was like, "Oh yeah, that is yeah, really yeah. good." It's phenomenal. And there was a uh, on the waterfront is one of my favorite movies with Marlon Brando. They played that at the Oriental a couple months ago, and I was like, "Man." Again, never thought I'd be able to see it on the big screen, yeah. and it's really a special experience. Yeah. If I could bring one movie back to have everyone to see it, if I could have the programming power. It's a fun game, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I would do School of Rock. Oh, yeah. School of yeah. Rock would be the movie where I'm like, come on, everybody, yeah. remember this classic. Right. And uh, that's the one that I want to see programmed. Well, I may the powers get, that be. I may get because we have a staff pick thing at work, at, so I may get to program a movie of my choosing one oh, day. Oh yeah! And I literally have a short list I've already started I'm of sure like thirty do. movies. Blade, Blade Two, no, those, have, those Blade happened. Three, those happened last weekend. <laughs> so I can check those. Yeah, you're, MacGruber you're, and Blades are check checked off. off. All right, now I can uh, narrow my list. All right. Um, 
that's I mean, we have to end. <laughs> we don't. We do, that's not true at all. We can keep we going. Here. All right. Um, this is Cinebuds. Cinebuds is produced by DJ Kenny Perez. <laughs> we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. That's great. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brad Newski. Newski at 11. Oh. I've been working on that. And we get, who else do we get support for? Associated, Associated Bank. You said it at the same time. And Steinhoffels. And Wally. <laughs> Wally. And uh, what? Our members from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. Yeah, thank you guys. And uh, listen to us anywhere you listen to Cinebuds. If you're listening right now, thank you. Yeah, appreciate if it. If you're listening. If you're not listening, you wouldn't hear me say that. So That's true. You have to. I cannot argue yeah. with any right. of that. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>